0: Good Risings. I'm Liz Earnshaw and this is Hash It Out. This week we've been talking about the importance of being able to repair and move forward after hurt. Yesterday I introduced the concept of cap conversations. This is what I call conversations that we need to have to cap it off. We need these conversations in order to move forward. A cap conversation has three parts. Clarity, The A is for apology and the P is for plan. And today I want to talk about the apology piece. So, if you've been thinking this week about someone that you want to repair with, but you've been having a tough time, I think you might relate to this listener question. Dear Liz, last year I had an affair. I am incredibly sorry for doing it and I have tried to work with my wife in order to move forward. However, Anytime that I think we're ready to move forward, my wife brings up the affair again. And no matter how hard I feel like I'm trying, nothing ever changes. I'm incredibly frustrated and I don't know what else to say. I keep telling her I'm sorry, but it really is time to move forward. Okay. Okay. This is a really great question, and if you yourself are listening and you have one of these past hurts that you're thinking about, it might be something like an affair or it could be something else, but anything that is a betrayal, the answer I'm going to give is probably going to relate to you. So the question is a really common question that I get in the therapy room, which is essentially, hey, is this ever gonna be over? (laughs) Am I ever going to be able to move forward from this? Is there any light at the end of the tunnel? And earlier this week, I talked about some of the things that keep us really stuck. And one of those things is having the sense of, we've talked about this a million times, we just need to get it over with. And I really appreciate this person's question because the writer, the listener, didn't really say we need to get this over with. They expressed their frustrations they express that they've done a lot and they're still looking for insight about what else to do. So I want to just say that is a strength, right? And that's something that is really, really good is that instead of saying my partner is being ridiculous, they're saying, what else can I do? Are there any other ideas? I wanna take responsibility for this. Now, I don't know the entire story. So if I was meeting with them, I would want to explore, you know, does the partner keep moving those goalposts of redemption? Maybe this person that has written in has done all of the things. Maybe they've apologized. Maybe they've made amends. Maybe they've tried to make a plan for moving forward and nothing is working. However... I want to start at the basics, which is first, have you really sat down with your partner and had one of those clarity conversations? Have you asked them to tell the story and have you been able to listen without getting defensive and really trying to understand what it was like for them? Next, have you given a really good apology? There's a few apologies that are not going to be helpful. I call these faux apologies. And I want to go over what they are so that you can see if you've given any of them. And then I'm going to talk about what type of apology tends to really work. So the first type of faux apology is the strings attached apology. This is the apology that sounds like, I'll say I'm sorry if you finally admit your role. So in this case, it might be saying something like, I'm sorry, but you just weren't paying enough attention to me when it happened and I was lonely and that's why I did it. And I want you to admit your role in that. So once you tell me you're sorry for how lonely I was, then I'll tell you I'm sorry for having the affair. The but-ology. I'm sorry, but I've already said sorry a hundred times and I don't know what else you want from me. The if-ology. I'm really sorry if that upsets you. The you-ology. I'm sorry that you see it that way. I'm sorry that you think that it was hurtful. The that-ology, I'm sorry that you took it that way. The I already said it, apology. I don't know Matt how many times I have to say, I'm sorry. I am sorry. The lighten up apology. Geez, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, I was only texting with the person. Lighten up. The you know me better than that apology. I'm really sorry, but you know that I'm a good person deep down inside. You know me. If any of these faux apologies resonate with you, first of all, we've all given them. Honestly, I don't think any of us are immune. And we've all received them. However, it's not an earnest apology. They all kind of move around responsibility taking instead of being directly responsible for the hurt that we've caused. A really good true apology has several components. Number one, responsibility. Number two, remorse. Number three, reflection. Number four, repair. And number five, making a request. Because repair is such a big topic, I'm going to continue talking about it tomorrow instead of sharing a story. And so tomorrow I'm going to talk about all of those pieces. What does responsibility look like? What does remorse look like? What's reflection? What's repair? What's request? Thank you so much for listening today. I'm Liz Earnshaw. You can find me on Instagram at LizListens. Thank you for listening to Good Risings. We love to hear from you. So please leave us a review. And until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune into us to hash it out.